Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, I'm Chris Avina with American Outdoor News. Today we are here with a very special guest, Daniel Murphy, the father of uh, Michael Murphy of uh, Long Survivor, Operation Red Wing. Red Wing. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time to speak to us. Oh, no, thank you. Yes, my son was uh, Navy Lieutenant Michael P. Murphy, who received the Medal of Honor from President Bush in 2007 for actions in Afghanistan in 2005. Uh, which were recreated in the movie Lone Survivor. Uh, Marcus Luttrell was the only survivor of Michael's team. Um, and uh, we're now building a, a Navy SEAL Museum, uh, which is going to tell the history, legacy, and sacrifices of our Navy SEALs in West Sable on County Parkland. Um, it carries Michael's name, so it's called the Lieutenant Michael P. Murphy Navy SEAL Museum and Sea Cadet Training Facility because it's a dual purpose building, but it's not about Michael, it is actually about Navy SEALs from World War II when they were known as underwater demolition teams uh, through the war on terror. So. Changed and evolved over, over time. Oh, for sure. And of course today we're here at Big Daddy's uh, uh, Celebrity Golf Outing. Um, it's uh, overcast with a little bit of rain, but I tell Big Daddy this is uh, uh, Navy SEAL weather, so they can play <laughs> golf on <laughs> Anywhere, anytime. Yep, exactly. Now, um, getting off the topic uh, of you know what's currently happening, um, what are, for the people who served and sacrificed and everything that has gone on for the past twenty years, how does that affect you personally? How um, President Biden has pulled out of Afghanistan? Yeah. Um, 
I've been asked that question a lot. Uh, I don't believe that Michael's or any of the other sacrifices were in vain. Uh, they, kept this, they kept this country safe for 20 years. Yes. Eventually, we knew we had to get out of Afghanistan. I, uh, if I have any major complaint, it's that I consider uh, Biden to have fumbled the ball. Uh, there are ways to get out, and there are ways to get out. You don't pull the military out and then say, oh, let's get the civilians out. Normally, the proper way is you get all the American civilians out, then you get the equipment out, and then you get our troops out. So. Uh, if I have a criticism, it would be that uh, he uh, basically fumbled this whole operation. I absolutely believe that uh, his uh, military leaders and uh, whoever made these decisions probably should resign uh, because it was an absolute boondock, personally. It is, and I think a lot of uh, the American public feels the same way. Oh, sure. That's why, that's why the president's uh, poll numbers have gone down. Um, uh, it just, uh, you know, it just, uh, you, you shake your head and wonder why they made the decisions that they made um, rather than having orderly withdrawal. Being a military guy myself from Vietnam, it's just, withdrawals were always the most complicated and require a lot of planning. Um, this seems so haphazard that was, okay, um, and to set an arbitrary date, we're going to leave by this date, seems to me political. You know, like uh, I want to be yeah. out. I want to be out by August 31st, so that I could say on 9/11, "Hey, we're no longer in Afghanistan." So I think those were political decisions as opposed to military decisions. Agree. Agree. So that's a, that's the basic. That's a, that's the problem I see there, and that's why we're in the shape we're in right now. Now, getting back on topic, um, what's your greatest memory of your son? Oh. God, there are so many, but Michael, you know, I, I try and explain to people that Michael was a born leader back when he was young. I saw it in all his actions. Uh, and I, I kind of liken it to this. I think most of Michael's friends knew that Michael would do the right thing at the right time for the right reasons. And so as I watched him growing up, and I'm talking about when he's seven and eight and nine and 10, it would be his friends coming up, okay, Mike, what are we gonna do today? And Mike said, oh, well, we'll do this. And I think his friends recognized the same, uh, those same attributes in Michael. Um, so when I say he was a born leader, he was a born leader. Uh, just a, He was the leader of his crew, whether it was as a lifeguard at Lake Ronkonkoma or even as a SEAL team. You know, Michael was all about team, not about Michael which is why when we heard that there was a survivor, remember that Michael's team went missing for a week. We heard that there was a survivor. Uh, his mother, Maureen, and I knew, uh, what we looked at each other and said we knew it wasn't gonna be Michael because Michael would have sacrificed himself for his men uh, before he would allow himself to be the sole survivor. So, but we're happy that uh, um, Marcus Luttrell survived uh, because without Marcus, we would have never known Michael's story. Um, and so Marcus relayed exactly what these uh, men did during battle, including uh, Michael, uh, 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 when he received the Medal of Honor reward, which was for what Marcus said, uh, Michael stepped out into an avalanche of bullets in order to make a call for assistance. Uh, I don't know many people that would be willing to do that, knowing that they're probably gonna die. So, uh, would say probably 99%. Sure would not. Sure. When I think of Michael, I always think of this pyramid that um, uh, just gets smaller and smaller because you go from 
becoming a leader, to becoming a Navy SEAL, becoming a Navy SEAL officer, becoming operational, because there aren't that many operational teams, to going up to being in battle and then the Medal of Honor. You realize there are only 3,500 Medals of Honor that have been awarded since the Civil War. Wow. Uh, Michael was the first for Afghanistan, the first sailor to receive the Medal of Honor uh, since 1973, the Vietnam War. So uh, Michael was a lot of firsts in a lot of ways. Honest to God, American hero. Yeah, yep, uh, uh, absolutely. And you, uh, I think Marcus said it best in his book, Lone Survivor, where he said, if they could build a monument to Michael, it would have to be higher than the Empire State Building. Uh, because uh, he just uh, uh, was a leader, people would follow, uh, and courageous. He just, a, a courage unmatched by uh, anybody. Just. Uh, an incredible young man, a really incredible young man. I was uh, honored to have him as my son. Uh, his actions reflected exactly what I would have expected Michael to do when faced with what he had to uh, face. And so um, he was, as I said, a team player. He fit perfect in the SEAL team because it's all about team, it's not about individuals. Um, and so uh, he was a, a team player, uh, which is why I, Believe it or not, we don't have anything uh, like a bronze to Michael because Michael would freak out, but really, because it was never about him. If you ever see any pictures, he's always standing in the background. It was always about his team, his teammates. Um, so when we uh, uh, dealt with issues that came up, for example, the USS Michael Murphy. There's a Navy ship, a DDG-112, uh, Ollie Burke Destroyer. But when the family got together and the Navy told us they were, gonna, they were going to name a destroyer after Michael, we, it was important to us that Michael's team was involved. So we had uh, all uh, uh, 19 men had their names inscribed in the keel plate that was put in the ship. Wow. If you go through the ship, you will see a biography of each and every one of the uh, uh, 19 uh, sailors in the Army uh, who were uh, lost in Red Wings. and. The two rigid uh, inflatable boats on the uh, on the ship are named Dietz for Danny Dietz and Axe for Matt Axelson. So wow. that was important to us. So in any monument where you'll see something with Michael, it's always the team. There's a team there. It's not just Michael. It's like uh, 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 Michael's there, but there's a picture of his team and the names of the of the men that, uh, that were lost in uh, Red Wings. So that was important to us because uh, just. For your viewers' information, uh, Michael would be rolling over in, in his grave if yeah. it was about Michael, because it was just not his way. It was never about him. So uh, the museum opens this coming spring. Yeah, we are, our plan is uh, we have our executive director, which we just hired as a retired Navy SEAL, um, who lives in Santa Mariches. Uh, he's going to uh, run the operation. We're going to have a soft open. We'll probably open, I think, in early like early spring of 2022 uh, with a Red Ribbon Grand Opening on June 28th, the anniversary of Red Wings. Wow. Uh, I've been in touch with the Navy and I've, uh, from, I've been given assurances that they're going to send for the opening Michael Steel team over from Hawaii, representatives from the ship, the USS Michael Murphy, and we hope to have the Leapfrogs jump in. Uh, that's the Navy parachute team. 
uh, ten of them jumping out of a C-130 will land in the in the uh, basically the driving range, which is right next to the uh, museum. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, it's a uh, it's an amazing thing. We even got Michael's uh, uh, SDV, the sealed delivery vehicle, the little mini subs. That'll be on a display pad outside the museum, so that people can get a sense of what. Michael's team did. When you look at this tube and you think that you have four to six Navy SEALs in the back on oxygen underwater in blackness with just the navigator and the driver up front, uh, which is what they use for missions because they'd be attached to a sub, they'd release from the sub, they'd go two or three hours, come in and, uh, and complete their mission. It's, it's amazing what these men do. I mean, just, it, it, it's, it's phenomenal. Uh, I shake my head every time <coughs> I would hear Michael tell me about uh, what they did. He uh, was on, he had four deployments. Um, uh, the last one, obviously, Afghanistan. Um, he enjoyed the work a lot. So I, you know, I, well, I uh, rue the day that we lost him, um, happy that he did what he wanted to do. And that's, uh, you know, that was the most important, you know. Uh, that's how he got the name, you know, he got the name Merck the Protector. From, to give you a sense of him, uh, when he was in eighth grade, uh, uh, a bunch of bullies were trying to push a special needs kid into a locker. And Michael jumped in uh, to prevent that from happening and was given ultimately the name Murph the Protector. Uh, we got a call from the uh, principal who said, look, because there was an altercation, your son was involved, he had to leave school, but we don't want you to punish him. He said because he's not suspended, he's coming back tomorrow, but when there's a fight, they have to leave school. Yeah, um, but they said that, um, that he was uh, actually protecting a special needs child who was being pushed into a locker by three bullies. Uh, uh, typical, Michael, uh, to get involved with helping someone that was uh, less fortunate, an underdog, uh, it was Michael's, uh, it was just Michael's persona. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, it is. And, but, the, you know, Suffolk County and uh, Long Island have, uh, returned, have returned to favor. I give a lot of speeches to the special operations community and Suffolk County is, and Long Island are on the map. They know about us and I hear it all the time. They say to me, they say, uh, you know, Long Island knows how to treat their heroes. Yep. And not just Michael, but Keith Bishop, these, uh, you know, the Green Beret who was lost in Afghanistan on a drug operation. Uh, uh, McNaughton, who was lost, the police officer, New York City police officer yep. that was shot. Uh, so they know this, and so they say, oh, Long Island treats their warriors and heroes the way they should be treated. And so that's talking in California. They know all about Long Island and what, and what uh, our community does for our heroes here. Absolutely. And so I think, you know, uh, the patriots and the citizens of Suffolk County, Nassau, Long Island uh, should be proud of the fact that people notice what they do. Absolutely. Uh, this. So it works Absolutely. out really well. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank you for your time. Uh, thanks, Chris. It was good talking a, to you. And good talking to your audience. Uh, it's been a real honor. Uh, uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I just wish people could have met Michael. They would have liked him as soon as they met him. He, he was an incredible young man. He really was. All right. Thank you again, and I look forward to the opening of the museum. Sure. We'll, have, we'll make sure you're there. Okay? Appreciate it. Okay, you have a great day. All right. Let's okay. get some breakfast. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. <laughs>
Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss Life on the Water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. <laughs> the destination for outdoor entertainment. You'd think, with four of us spread out on a tiny island, that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But, as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.